0: Welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Blogging Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I am joined as always by my lovely friend Paul Stewart. How's it going, Paul?
1: I'm pretty good. Uh, I am absolutely burned to a crisp right now because it's absolutely scorching in Scotland right now. And yeah, um, I I can see the
0: sunshine through your window over there.
1: Uh, Are you sure you can see the sunshine beaming off my my, my radiant head?
0: (laughs) It hasn't quite turned uh, fully red yet, so...
1: No, no. Well, hopefully I'll have a nice wee base tan when I'm back in Dallas in December, so at least I'm not going to be up here and completely ghost-like, so that'll be good. You
0: do have some time for that.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I'll be making as much time as I can do (laughs) it.
0: You said you were at the beach earlier?
1: Yeah, I was at the beach, so... Like, what Scotland. are the
0: beaches like in Scotland? I need to
1: know. Uh, okay, I guess they're not like your typical beaches where you've got lifeguards or something like that, nothing like that. But it's just people just, once they get drunk and pass out on the beach, pretty so much. So, like,
0: Texas beaches?
1: <laughs> uh, maybe, but we, we definitely do things a lot more different here. Mm-hmm. I mean, but not many people want to go into water because they're... Bit fear because they don't like the cold so they just stay and get burned
0: oh so, so okay so the beach is lovely but the water is freezing
1: oh yes like I, I love the cold water to be honest I just I, I literally love it so I was in a bit with Arnie my dog jumping about in the water and stuff like that so that was great and uh yeah then and after that I ended up uh started doing the lawn when I come back come back home and I ended up cutting the the cable in my lawnmower
0: I don't yeah. think you're supposed to do that.
1: No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I made a misjudgment in my going backwards approach, and the cable was underneath me, and then ended up getting caught up with the rotator, and it sliced the cable in half. So I had to do an emergency DIY, some electronics there, so that was fun.
0: I would just be like, that's a sign for me to stop.
1: Oh, yeah. Like... like <laughs> You can you can see the visible damage on my Instagram. You can see that. <laughs> oh,
0: I love when you document stuff on your Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like a ongoing <laughs> life story of Paul and how, and and how unfortunate that those events have become. <laughs>
0: um, and like how I mean, when you do get to show us around Scotland, you always uh do a very good job of it. But then you know sometimes you fall asleep.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That sounds about right, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, good old old firm game. I will never let that down.
0: Well, speaking of, I told you, I'm going to see the Rangers play this weekend. Helman and I have a standing um, date, I guess, every year when the Mariners come to town because he's a big Mariners fan, that uh, we go to the Rangers-Mariners game, so... And then you were like, why why are the Texas Rangers called the Texas Rangers?
1: I, I get I get the name, like because I think like the Rangers is like an actual like uh, enforcement officer or something like that, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So me being me, it's like, why can it not be something more, I don't know, like a, a Texas Marshal Marshall or something like that? Like, yeah, that,
0: but like you don't we don't see many, many marshals around here i'm not saying we see like texas rangers so often but it's kind of like a unique texas thing so,
1: yeah i guess un- <laughs> the, again again it's the same with new york and the hockey team i was like oh so unfortunate why right? you had to pick the name rangers like oh, it, 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 yeah it,
0: that one i don't get
1: <laughs> yeah just like especially here in Scotland, like people will support those teams because of the name rather than from where they're from like especially if you're supporting glasgow rangers that like they'll support oh they must be such and such no it's not like that at all
0: yeah well i you know i had to be like i promise i'm only rooting for the baseball rangers to you so.
1: <laughs> yeah don't hate me i've been to an astros game so don't hate me too much
0: Ew. <laughs> you know if there's one thing that grinds my gears it's houston
1: <laughs> oh hey i like houston as a city
0: um i think it's fine
1: they're not good beer i do i give them that
0: we have good beer too
1: well you need well you need to show me the ropes i've never actually been to any of the local beer places in dallas
0: well, yeah, you well, you always want to go to Christie's and stuff, which is great, but yeah, we got to check out breweries next time.
1: Oh, oh absolutely. That, that's on the agenda when I'm over then.
0: I'll have a plan for you. Sweet. <laughs> All righty. So let's see. The Cowboys, um, you know, we're in OTAs, so it's nothing too meaty and exciting happened this week um, with the team. Um, you know, obviously there was – the really sad news about Marion Barber um Pat yeah. who will speak um, so I won't I won't dwell on that too long I mean we' are yeah. thoughts to his family and stuff but
1: yeah all of the especially on the guys in the our all the shows and blogging the boys they've pretty much covered on it as well so we don't want to go into too much about it but yeah it's just really really sad news hearing about it um
0: my first jerseys
1: yeah like I'd never had a Marion Barber jersey, but one of my first ever jerseys was a uh, was Tony Romo. So oh, like,
0: really?
1: it, it was actually because it was so before that, it was actually really hard for me to get jerseys here in the UK because there wasn't much mm. of a market. But ever since the uh, end, like I think the f- when seeing that, I've now managed to get myself old retro jerseys. I've actually got a, a Toel Owens jersey of all things now. So, okay. So I'm 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 all, I'm willing to invest doing money in the old replica jerseys, like the starter jerseys, you remember them. Oh like, yeah. Like or the rebot jerseys, like I'm willing to invest to get them, like with older players. So but back then, like say like 10, 13, 10 to 13 years ago, right about that time, it was so hard to get proper NFL jerseys unless you actually go over to the states. That's yeah. the only really way you could really properly get them without paying over the odds type of money. So, um, but now things are starting to become quite a lot more available now, which is great.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see you have a white jersey behind you. So,
1: oh yeah, and uh, and a Roger Starbuck. Oh yeah, signed as well.
0: <laughs> I mean, I love that you guys are able to get your hands on stuff over there. It's hard for it, everything's just marked up so crazy like well, all the memorabilia I,
1: stuff well i'll tell you what though the same replica helmet i've got there that's mm-hmm. dion sanders that's the one i've got as well
0: okay
1: uh, yeah so and a i've got a football there signed by travis federick sack martin drew pearson uh jaylen smith and rod smith all in the one ball, so that don't nice. know, I, so that was that's pretty cool. So I've, I've got a fair, I'm, my collection starting to build, put it <laughs> that way. But oh, I yeah. do, but I do have a Larry a Allen jersey stored away. I do need to get that framed up. And yep. unfortunately, I don't know if you can also see just directly behind me. It's kind of hiding behind the floor. Uh, yeah. a, a former Mister, a former cowboy who we refused to talk about for talking smack about us.
0: Oh, Cole Beasley.
1: Yeah. That's the one.
0: (laughs) That was a pretty dead giveaway, I guess. Um, I don't, you have way more stuff than I do, honestly. Um, I have a, my cousin just gave me a Deion Sanders baseball card the other day. So that was exciting.
1: (laughs) See, I don't, I don't like, so for, for me being the uneducated person, like we don't do trading cards or anything like that over here. It used to be like sticker albums. We mm-hmm. did it, like you get all the stickers and try and fill out this big massive book of all the players and stuff like that. But it wasn't worth anything. But whereas baseball cards, that the amount of money like for a piece of cardboard,
0: mm-hmm. like, like well, this one was only a dollar, so it wasn't expensive. But mm. he does go. He goes to like the conventions every couple months and like trades cards with people and like buys new ones and does unboxings and is really into it and I'm just like that's interesting
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's how far as it it goes
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it I didn't know that people were still so into it but I actually know like a fair amount of people that like have collections like I know one of my friends got a bunch of Neville Gallimore cards. So anytime he does anything good or like is like is talked about, he's like, oh great, raise that stock. I'm like
1: wow. I'm telling you, man, I hope his stock rises this year. But again, at the same time I don't because that means you will get a bigger contract. And again, that'll hit the cap But I love Neville Gallimore. I always have been a big fan of him. I really I really want him to really have a great year this year. I really do.
0: Yeah, we're always rooting for Neville Gallimore over here. Um, I wanted to get your take on a couple of things that got brought up this week during OTAs. Um, honestly, this time of the year, it's just like who said what, and what can we draw from it? So that's kind of kind of what I got for you.
1: All right, cool. and a
0: little uh, Olin talk.
1: Oh, I love, I love O line or D-line talk. You've just hit the you've just hit the sweet spot there.
0: Perfect. Um, so Micah Parsons was asked about Tyler um after going against him, Tyler Smith after going against him at practice, um, and said, I think Tyler is going to be a really good player. He's a strong kid. He gets his hands on your arms. Not too many people get away. He's got the best. He's got the best of a lot of guys here in practice so far. Really made a great impression. I'm excited to see his step forward. He knows exactly what type of player he wants to be and what steps he's got to take. What do you think about um, elite rookie defensive rookie of the year uh, talking about Tyler?
1: I'm going to sound like a complete here, but I'm going to hold, <laughs> I, I'm going to keep saying this for pretty much throughout till game one is. I'm going to try and keep a minor opinion on comments because I don't want to be oversold on something. Yeah. Like, like, like. Kelsey
0: got me worked up the other day. I understand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, Parsons, uh, I love Michael Parsons. He, like, he. Oh, I can. See. Oh, yeah. if, anyone, if, if anyone doesn't know, <laughs> Meg dog just appeared. Yes. She's
0: she's always here, and every time I start talking, she's like, "Mom, what what are we doing?"
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, but uh, yeah. So Parsons like he can talk like the best speech in the world. Like it's the same what Jerry does as well. He can talk now, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm just gonna take it with a pinch of salt for now until I actually see it for myself, right then I can actually say, you know what? Okay, I can go with it, you know? So and it's like I'm now getting into that state now where every year I get myself so psyched up. I was like, yeah. Like being a, a typical Cowboys fan thinking, yeah, this could be our year. It could, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. this year, I'm definitely a lot more reserved because of the off-season for uh, escapades, the, the way we drafted, which is still does have its question marks even though it is we have filled the void but it's still kind of like could we done could we have done better in any other way possibly but again i am just going to completely just wait and see how we actually play on week one another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help
0: Yeah, I will say, coming from Parsons, it's it's nice to hear stuff like that because he did, um, he did have a better time containing Parsons shockingly at practice again. This yeah. is like, this is not padded. They're not going all out. Um, so you know, take from that what you will. But
1: yeah, if if there's the, if there's one thing you can probably definitely take from a non padded practice is technique. Mm -hmm. more than using the brute strength. Like, Parson can probably say, yeah, his feet placement is always in the right step. He's actually managed to close me off at the right time, all that type of stuff. So um, that's definitely one note you could probably think of uh, uh, going forward. Is like, Tyler does have that, uh, has that potential to, like, be at the right place at the right time and making those blocks and stops. So yes. that is that is promising, because if that's one thing we definitely need, especially on the left side of the O-line, is making sure that our, uh, our offensive linemen are there at the right place at the right time to stop any defensive linemen getting to Dak. So if that's the case, and Parsons is talking about that, then great, cool, whatever. But again, I'm just not going to bite into it. <laughs> try, I, so
0: yeah I mean, it's I feel like mostly here he's talking about um you know, just from the little that he's gotten to see that he has a lot of raw talent, which I think is something that we already knew um but you know, this is coming from somebody who's you know facing him at practice, so yeah, that's, that's always interesting um but also just to like kind of go through the o line, which is your favorite topic, oh yes um. it looks like this week um, Tyler got you know a lot of first team reps Um, we also saw Connor McGovern taking reps at center Um,
1: that I'm actually quite happy about because he was originally a center I believe and he got kind of moved into guard and the whole um, the excitement about McGovern originally was him being a potential um, being a playing at center rather than playing at guards. So I'm actually kind of happy he's been more slotted back into his like role. He was most familiar of uh, during college and stuff like that. So that I'm quite happy with. Yeah. Uh, Whereas Tyler, um, we've seen him. I feel
0: like we have to say which ones we're talking about now. Oh, sorry.
1: (laughs) My apologies. I thought you were still talking about Tyler Smith there.
0: Oh, no. Tyler, yeah, this is going to be confusing, guys. It's the same as the Connors
1: all over again we've got a tri. we've literally got a trifecta here yeah you've got got tyler and tyler you've got smith and smith Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's like you're trying to combine those then you've got the corner well well we did have corner and corner but thank god um, (laughs) the other one's gone and saying that and saying that Speaking about the other corner, the one that's no longer with the Dallas Cowboys, did you hear the rumor that he's been taking snaps under center for Miami?
0: Oh, <laughs> no.
1: If I I did make the comment, I can't remember who it was. It was some Dolphins fan. It's like, it's like yeah, if you want to kind of look up the training camp footage of uh, Corner Williams playing center, then by all means, you can make your opinion based on that but I will wish you all the best. I
0: mean, I, I don't want bad things for this man in any way. Yeah, of
1: course. I, I know, I know, but like, that's the thing I just don't understand. Like, I know we're I talk, we're talking about a former player, but a player throughout his whole career, mostly played at tackle. Then he got moved inside to guard just to fill the void within the O-line. Now he's getting moved further inside to play center. I find that it's just like, don't get me wrong, like there's levels of being adaptable within the offensive line. But when you've got a player like Zach Martin who is adamant, do not put me anywhere else, but right guard, like that's the guy It takes his craft very seriously. It's like, he knows I'm not going to be as effective playing right tackle or left guard or left tackle or center. You'd want to have me at my best playing at right guard. And I think that's the way we should kind of be treating. We should, like, moving players. Like, this is personally for me, when I played O line, I didn't like being shifted about because you need to kind of figure out a different blocking scheme. Except, well, not so much a blocking scheme, but you have different assignments which you're not so much used to. You've got different responsibilities the more further inside you go. Like, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird one that uh, but sorry I pure went overboard with what I'm going to hit here but anyway uh let's move forward. Was I'm are <laughs> going, going haywire here
0: <laughs> <laughs> no you're good um yeah t- I mean Tyler Biotich was still taking most of the work at center but um I think just it just kind of speaks to the fact that they do trust McGovern to be that reserve guy that can like come in when stuff goes wrong and he's like versatile. And yep. while, you know, the preference is not to shift people around um, he's just a guy that can like kind of fit where he needs to.
1: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see like, if there's one thing going into training camp, I, I really do have my eyes on the undrafted center that we brought from Boston college, Alec Lindstrom. That's the guy I'm very interested in to see how he fits and how how competitive he can be. Can he be that number two?
0: Yeah.
1: Can he can he push McGrovin out that slot, being that backup center? Like we, we, we kind of more or less established that Tyler is going to be the starting center for now. Yeah.
0: Tyler
1: Beadish. Yeah, yeah, Tyler Beadish. Tyler Badass. I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but we have we have brought in a center from Boston College who Who I thought would have would have got drafted quite uh, easily in the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds. Yeah,
0: he was one of your favorites that you like, kind of had your eye on from the start. So
1: yeah, like Lindstrom was one of them. Obviously, my my uh, my dark horse was obviously uh, Cole Strange, but he went. He completely (laughs) did. I did not expect him to go in the first round. I'll be perfectly honest, but. At least, at least, I'm, I'm kind of saying. At least, I knew what I was talking about. Him.
0: <laughs> you and Bill Belichick have the same taste, apparently. Who knows? Like, that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I just when it's like, yeah, do your job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, yes, yeah. I mean, and then you know, just kind of more of the the same as far as you know where the guys are working. Well, well, let's go. was um. Second team left tackle and Josh Ball was behind Terrence Steele at right tackle um, for second team drills. So that those seem pretty like solid. And that's that's a really good feeling. Um, Zach Martin did mention, he said, speaking for myself in the O-line at the end of last year, I don't think we played particularly well down the stretch. We got to get back to being that group that is the tone setter for the team. So seeing stuff like, you know, where it seems as though they have their, like, at least their backup line and their front line, like, kind of figured out in those little pockets, and, you know, the rest of it kind of gets worked out as we go, that's, you know, it's a good sign. Yeah. Early I, on. <laughs> I,
1: I love the fact that Sacks actually came out and said that. Yeah. Because, like, if he realizes there's an actual problem with the O-line, mm-hmm. then he knows, like, but personally for me, I find Zach's the leader of that O-line. I really do. 10,000%.
0: Like,
1: don't get me wrong, Ty- Tyron Smith's been there probably the longest, he has been there the longest. I think that he's going into his, what, 12th season now? Yeah. Um. But... With him kind of missing out in games and stuff like that, it's really hard to put him in that kind of role. Like he's there as the leader. Like, yeah. like he's definitely the guy who wants to get in there and do the job, but but where Zach, he like he's very commanding type of guy. Like he wants everyone beside him, but he wants Steel to really improve. He, like, which what she has. He like from twenty 2020 twenty to thousand twenty one. He leaped leaps and bounds from the difference of how he played when Lyle Collins was out. Yeah. So, um, and which I was a uh, so it's a big move for him because he's likely going to be the starting right tackle this mm-hmm. year. Yes. So big year for him. Um, and Zach knows that himself. Like he needs to kind of like the whole line what they used to do. I don't know if you might recall this, but like so when Travis was still about, they would do their, and Lyall was still about, they would always do these like old line dinners and stuff like that. They would go out yeah. once, a, like, once a month or once a week or something like that. And one person would take turns. And pay. I don't know if they still do that type of thing. I don't know if that's still part of their tradition, but if not, just somewhere to get that that bonding and get them going again, just to get that, just keep... Yeah, you know you, you know we where I'm send them bo-
0: to those like uh team bonding things where they go on the ropes courses and stuff.
1: Oh god. Like, <laughs> i mean I make it seem as though they need bloody therapy. That's what, it's, <laughs> that's what it's, but it's, it's far from the case. Like yeah, but, but, but the <clears throat> the point is I'm trying to make is like they, they know what the problem is. They from a fan's perspective, they just weren't aggressive enough. And and like Zach said, they weren't setting the tone. They were getting pushed over quite a lot. So, they, and a lot of that could be down to, and again, and this is me being critical, is down to the coaching side of the O-line. Like, which I didn't think was the great, I, I don't think Joe Philbin really conducted a an aggressive off offensive line that was going to help Dak in the pass protection effectively and especially for the run game. So, whether yeah. Joe has a new way of coaching this year, which is kind of, fingers crossed uh, fingers crossed <laughs> yeah so but again it's uh we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens really and we'll get a good glimpse of that during training camp um and see how things go along with that it when it's proper full-on contact pads, pads helmet uh seven and sevens 11 on 11 whatever so we'll see yeah
0: no i, I mean i think that's a good point and <clears throat> you know there's you can't have your tone setter of the team be the defense because you, that's just means you're playing catch up all the time. So.
1: It should be, like they should be matching level right. by level. Like the shit it shouldn't be defense right. this year, offense this year. It should be both of them should have that equal tenacity. Like we, there should be no pushovers on either side. None.
0: Yeah. And you know, we, we discussed this last week, I believe it's just like, you know, they really did, um, they did shake up the offense and, you know, on paper, we're not too keen on it, but hey, you can't say they're not trying something different. So we're just going to have to sit back and see how it goes.
1: Absolutely. Sorry, bear with me. I'm just trying to adjust my camera here.
0: Oh, okay, you're good. Um, that kind of brings me to <clears throat> just one last thing that I like kind of stood out to me. I know I'm pulling quotes and we're just kind of riffing off of that, but um, Mike McCarthy was talking about, Gallup. Um, and he just was, cause he did get out and do, um, banded resistant workouts with, um, Britt this week. Um, and he mentioned <clears throat> Gallup is here all the time. He puts in a ton of work. He's every, he's doing everything he's supposed to do. And it's so nice to see him get over those thresholds when they do have an opportunity to get out on the field, With Britt, that's a big moment. Britt's the best in the business at bringing players back, and Michael is making really good progress. I know we still don't see him coming back for a couple games into the season, but, you know, how do you feel about that little progress report on on Gallup?
1: It's ahead of schedule, as far as I'm aware. So, Yeah. um, But I don't want, like, if there's one thing, it was the same with when Jalen.
0: Paul says, there's no hope.
1: I'm not. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I no no what what i mean is just like it was kind of the same with Jalen. like they didn't want i don't want them rushed in type of like i don't want to rush any player coming back from injury because it could aggravate it a bit more but if all but if we do have the best in the business when it comes to bringing players back to full health and that's proven like like i mentioned Jalen smith is a prime example of that like he could never have played again really when you really yeah. think about it, if it wasn't for our medical staff and our phys- physios, our training staff, they'd go out jail and back and actually made a career playing football. So yeah. um, it would be the exact same for Gallup. It would be the exact same for him. It will be the exact same for Dak. No one expected Dak to come back so quickly.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: after, like, like breaking his goddamn ankle, you know? You know? <laughs> no, I mean, that was that, 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 and, 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 that, and that was seriously. Like, like yeah. seeing that live and oh oh oh, oh Jesus, yeah. that's giving me the giving me the goosebumps even thinking about it. But um, but yeah, Gallup, lovely guy. He, <laughs> like Met him a couple of occasions. he's such a professional. Like and yeah. what you and kind of goes what Mike McCarthy is saying He's, if he's going there every day, he's doing everything by the book. He, he's... The physios and trainers, they're really happy with him. He could, like like you said, like we might get him a bit sooner than we expected, but we're still going to miss a couple of weeks probably in the season, which yeah. I'm perfectly fine with. But I think those first couple of weeks in the season, this is where like Sir Tolbert will need to like show us why we drafted him. Yes. Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and I think we're all kind of expecting that. It's just, you know, um, it's good to hear, it's good to hear about Michael, you know, we're all kind of rooting for him and he got a contract and he got his opportunity to prove himself and, you know, hopefully stay a cowboy. Um, so that's a huge deal. Um, as far as, you know, just that it's going to be a new look offense. Um, you know, we had like, who, who was it that wrote this article um, on blogging They were talking about how um, a lot a lot of our offense is going to be focused on you know yards after catch because that's something that we really struggled with and it's gonna oh, yes he's like slim guys that run fast um and he's a big part of that
1: yeah it kind of that will also play on to the running game as well like uh rush after contact as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: like there wasn't really much of that so but uh yeah. I, I totally agree with you, not one.
0: Yeah. If you want to read that article, I would uh, go to bloggingtheboys.com. And it was by David Howman. It's called Baby Got Yak. So, you know, we love a pun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that I've given you guys some homework, um, be sure to check out bloggingtheboys.com all the time because we have something for you all, literally all day, every day. Anything that happens, we're covering it immediately. Um, we have podcast coming out every single day of the week so be sure to check us out wherever you listen to podcasts and um paul you want to tell the people where to follow you
1: um yeah sure uh, you can follow me at i am Pistu on instagram and twitter and just bef- uh, and yourself meg
0: <laughs> at meg murray with four r's i saw your face light up what happened
1: <laughs> i just realized we've been talking about o-line all day and today is ter well today is terrence steele's birthday
0: oh when this comes out it'll be sunday but happy belated birthday terence Steele! everyone go blow up his social media please
1: uh, absolutely
0: <laughs> i love that for him how old is he turning
1: Oof, good question um terence steel uh he uh, 25 years old
0: what a baby <laughs>
1: The guy's eleven years younger than me. I t- I turn I turn thirty six on Monday.
0: On Monday.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. old. I'm old as hell.
0: Well, everyone better everyone blow up I'm peace stew on Instagram and Twitter for uh, his no. birthday on Monday. We're not letting you get past this one. <laughs> every year's a big year, I tell you.
1: <laughs> every day's like every day is like any other day over here.
0: <laughs> hey, today's a sunny day. That's different.
1: Oh, well, true. I did get frazzled, so.
0: (laughs) All right, y'all. We will catch you next week. And uh, go Cowboys.
1: Go Cowboys. Have a good one.